Lord's Health System, one of the region's leading health care providers, presents conversations with physicians and staff. It's Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. Robotic surgery is a method to perform surgery using very small tools attached to a robotic arm. The surgeon controls the robotic arm with a computer. Robotic-assisted laparoscopic surgery has become the next major stage of advancement for a range of operations. My guest today is Dr. Lewis Fairs. He's the chair in the Department of Surgery at St. Francis Medical Center, a sister hospital to Lourdes, both a part of Trinity Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Fairs. Tell us about what's going on with robotic-assisted laparoscopic surgery today, and what conditions are you using it for most commonly? Well, thank you, Melanie. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to your fans that are out there. Uh, basically, robotic surgery uh, is the next step in minimally invasive surgery. Um, I uh, started doing minimally invasive surgery back in 1990, so I'm kind of dating myself a little bit there. But we saw immediately that minimally invasive surgery was a big advance uh, for the patient. Um, rather than doing a big incision, uh, these tiny little holes made the operation go exactly the same way, but the patient's recuperation, um, recovery time, getting back to the normal activities was so much faster than uh, open surgery. Robotic surgery has been around for approximately 15 years now, and it's been slowly getting more into the mainstream period. <laughs> I'm dictating to you. Um, what happened is that um, we saw uh, the advantages of robotics because it took minimally invasive surgery to the next step. Um, we are able to go in and do the exact same operations, but even more precisely because of the uh, ability of the robotic arms to be able to mimic the hands of the surgeon. Um, so now we're able to uh, do all types of minimally invasive surgery, uh, probably more precisely. Uh, from my standpoint, I'm doing anything in the abdominal area that requires surgery like I would do with an open operation. We do anything from the stomach all the way down to the rectum. Uh, we do all types of solid organ uh, surgeries and um, even up to the diaphragm using um, hiatal hernia repairs and, and the like. So minimally invasive surgeries that have hernias, gallbladders, uh, intestinal, colon, rectal, all those surgeries now are done robotically. Dr. Ferris, how do you doctors learn to use these robotic arms? What's involved? Well, there's obviously there's training, self-training that we have to do. Uh, some of the newer docs that are coming out are learning in their residency programs. Uh, I uh, went to various courses and looked at the robot, uh, went to labs and uh, trained on the robot to get myself familiar with it. Um, but basically, it's the same as minimally invasive surgery, but at least a little bit more so. Uh, the nice thing about it uh, is that it takes the standing and pressure off of the surgeon, so the surgeon fatigue factor is taken out. The surgeon is more comfortable in doing the operation, especially some of these operations that may take three, four, five hours having to stand the entire time in the same positions, uh, obviously you get surgeon fatigue and you don't want that for the patient. So having the surgeon more relaxed, able to do things and persist and be more precise uh, makes it uh, uh, better for the patient overall. So, um, you know, the doctor, uh, all surgeons will do things that they feel comfortable with and are trained for. Uh, so getting the labs, doing the um, uh, simulations and the like 
will make us very comfortable doing the operations that we do. Tell us about the Da Vinci that features the three-dimensional imaging. Tell us what that is. Well, when you're doing a laparoscopy, um, you're having a tiny camera that goes inside the abdomen, uh, inside the body, and it gives you an image. Now, with the Da Vinci, what is, that's taken to is a high-definition 3D image that you're actually looking at. So the surgeon is seeing everything inside as though he was actually inside the body. Uh, so it makes it easier to uh, look at different organs, get perception, depth, and the like, and be able to do things that uh, with normal laparoscopy is very difficult. So it's really giving you a better view as well, and you can see things a little closer than you might have even otherwise been able to do. Correct. It's, as I said, it's just making things more precise, and it's just, just the next step in the minimally invasive uh, revolution. Uh, where we started out with simple gallbladders back in the 1990s, we are now advanced to where uh, probably a good 60 to 70% of all surgeries are being done minimally invasively. Now you're going to take it, I think, to the next level, where doctors that weren't very comfortable with doing minimally invasive surgery will see that the robot helps them be even better at the surgeries that they do do. And how does it feel for the patient as far as recovery and shortened hospital stay or risk of infection? Well, because there isn't any big incision, and especially with the patients that I deal with a lot, which are the morbidly obese, um, they are at extreme risk for wound problems, uh, infections, hernias that develop after any open operation. So doing a minimally invasive operation on them is much more beneficial to them in the long term. Most of uh, my bariatric patients, for example, are home within 24 hours after a major gastric bypass or a sleeve gastrectomy or anything like that. Uh, the national average is usually three to four days in the hospital. So we are getting our patients out quickly, and most importantly, they are staying home. There's, no, uh, there's very minimal re-emission rates, uh, very minimal complications, uh, and I, I believe this is because with the minimally invasive, with the robotics specifically, we're keeping um, the complication rate down significantly because of the more precision that we have and the more uh, visualization we have with these patients. And you mentioned morbidly obese and that you do bariatric surgery. So this type of surgery makes it more accessible to more patients, whereas before, maybe it wasn't as easy for you to work with elderly or obese patients? Correct. The the classic thing is patients will come in and they're significantly overweight. They're told by another surgeon, lose 100 pounds and then I'll operate on you for your hernia or whatever it is. If it were that easy to lose 100 pounds, hell, we'll all be doing it. You know? But this is... This is one of those things where now with this type of operation, uh, we are able to help these patients uh, to avoid the complications that they develop by having to wait too long for surgeries that they need. The minimally invasive helps them to get the operations done. It helps them to get home faster, and it avoids all the risk factors that normally go along with an open operation. Dr. Fares, in just the last few minutes, where do you see robotic-assisted surgery going? What, what is on the horizon? What's exciting? Well, what's exciting is that right now it's a, a one-pony show by Da Vinci. Uh, they have all the robotic stuff in their corner, but now there's a number of companies that are seeing the benefits of robotic surgery. Uh, they're all developing new types of uh, robot-based uh, procedures. 
uh, Google and uh, Ethicon, uh, J&J, uh, have developed or are developing their own robotic system. Uh, it's presently over in China, and we're kind of excited to wait and see what well, this may be coming in the next two years. Uh, Covidian and Medtronics are also working on their type of uh, robotic systems. Uh, competition is always good, uh, and it, it just makes it better for the surgeon, and therefore it's better for the patient. Uh, our whole thing is that we're waiting to see how this is going to advance, and I think it could only be better uh, and more minimally invasive for the patients going forward. Thank you so much. It's really great information and a fascinating topic, Dr. Ferris. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.